This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 76. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Vegetarians, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky, and this is Larissa. And in today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be discussing some of the foods that we're really digging right now. Now we dig these foods for either nutrition or taste or both. And I think in in most of these cases, we pretty much dig the taste, right? Oh yes, yeah. And they just happen to be pretty good for you too. So we're looking forward to discussing some of those foods with you, and then. In our next podcast, we're going to even be going a little bit deeper and sharing some of our favorite weekday recipes that really help us uh, to stay on track with our healthy uh, eating. But first, we want to give a special shout out. The shout out for this week goes to our nephew, Stephen McElwain, who is a senior at Taft High School. Yay, Steven! Ooh, yes, and we went to go see him play his trombone and baritone, but I think he was mainly on the trombone that night, playing uh, at a football game. So we are very proud of him. He's a very handsome young man, and I know he's going to be on, going on to successful things after high school, but he's also a very big fan of the show. We gave him one of our T-shirts as well because he's uh, he follows us on Twitter. So, hey, Stevie, we're hey, very Stevie. proud of you, and thank you for listening to us. Yeah, we love you. All right, now I also know we have a rating. We do have a rating, and again, we're still playing catch-up, and we're very grateful for that, that we have ratings to that we need to catch up with. Uh, So this rating came from Still in August, and it is from the EL Podcast. And I'm not sure. It's just abbreviated EL. I'm not sure exactly which podcast. L Podcast. L Podcast. (laughs) Uh, So uh, uh, the review says, listened to no GMO episode and got great understanding about GMOs. This is a fun, lively, and well-informed podcast with Vicki and Larissa. These ladies know what they are talking about and keep it entertaining at the same time. Awesome job, ladies. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. We greatly appreciate you taking the time out to leave us a rating. Right. Now, we've got a little bit something different that uh, we want to do here for our Facebook shout out. And I know we don't always do Facebook and Twitter, but this time we've got a little bit something different. Recently, we asked a question. Actually, somebody had asked us, uh, one of our listeners asked us a question. And what she asked was, will we be having or developing an app, a vegetarian Zen app? And it was a very good question, because that's something that we have been talking about. We had been. We were. We had a couple of higher priorities, like the website redesign, which, by the way, we are really hoping you guys will continue to give us feedback and tell us what's working for you on the redesign. We're really happy about the way it's come out, and yes. uh, but we're always open to any feedback. But about the website, but this was a great suggestion, right? So we put out uh, based on that question to us. We asked a question on Facebook, and it was basically that if we had an app would you use it? And what would you like to see that app contain? What would you like to see it do? Yeah, and to clarify, that's iOS or Android app, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That we're talking about. Right, right. Okay. right. And so we had a lot of feedback on that question. So I we just wanted to kind of call out some people who 
contributed their ideas. Who asked us the original question, by the way? Oh, it was Natalie Cartledge. Oh, okay. Thank you, Natalie, for sparking our, getting our brains turning. Yeah, so yes, the first thank you definitely goes to you. So uh, let's look at what a few people have said. So Deborah Whitaker said that she would definitely use the app. Uh, Sarah Mathewson said, I'm excited. I love the idea of an app. Easy access to two lovely ladies. And we're blushing right now. <laughs> and um, she, she also said that listening to us on the podcast is like chatting with friends. Awesome. Yeah, love that. And then, oh, I know this person, Vicky Escobedo. My mom. Your mom. Vicky Sr. Vicky Sr. Uh, she said that it was a great idea and it would be easier to access everything that we've been talking about so like in a neat little package she said and some of the things that before i go uh, before i go and talk about a couple more some of the things that we had talked about putting in this app were recipes you know easier access to the recipes to the podcast to the podcast all of the podcast episodes um latest blog posts latest blog posts right so and then maybe some other things that we kind of come up with along the way and that's one of the reasons we asked the question is because we wanted to get you know our listeners input okay so susan trammell said that and this this is one of my favorite things she said that she would love to see a social aspect to the app and then she said with the ability to talk among friends directly which is i think a great idea yeah and she said sharing ideas and experiences within the community and she has it with another app she said the lose it app and she really likes that and she said that she would support our app any way that we set it up. And oh, and she also said that we could give updates on the food truck that yeah. we're, <laughs> we're in the planning we? stages. Food, yeah, that's awesome. We could have like a little map that shows where yeah. we are. Yeah. Once we get it up and running. And then uh, did we already say Deborah Murphy? Deborah also said she agreed with the comments. Mm-hmm. And then also Danielle, for some reason, Danielle, you didn't show up on here, but Danielle Freed uh, also said that it, she thought it was a good idea. And then she also had another good idea, and I'm not going to go into that right now, uh, but that'll be something that we'll be talking about a little later on. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for the great idea, and we are, our brains are definitely churning over here now, and we're thinking about how we would do that, especially now, like I said, that we've gotten some kind of the bigger things out of the way that we've been wanting to tackle, video, that was Mm -hmm. one of our goals for this year, was to get videos out there. We haven't had put a new video out, but... I know I was talking to a coworker of mine who's also one of our community members that she said she really enjoyed the videos and got a lot of them. So ho- hopefully we'll be making some more of those as well. Yes. Oh, definitely. And we opened up the YouTube channel, you know, so. Yes. All right. All right. Are you ready to get into our main topic then? Sure am. Let's, let's talk about some of the foods we're digging right now. All right. Well, I guess we should start with the beginning of the day, huh? beginning of the day, and this is something that you had been very challenged with. I'm a little more, well, now, you know what, when they came to, to, so what we're going to talk about here is breakfast meat substitutes. Larissa and I, prior to becoming vegetarians, were kind of bacon and eggs kind of gals, bacon and sausage, chorizo is something that I had. Oh, you know what? That's something we forgot to put on here. But I mean, that is, we can certainly talk about that a little bit. But Larissa was really on a quest to find (laughs) something that was like bacon for her. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll taste it a lot like bacon for it. It kind of gave her that, 
that uh, cr- satisfied that craving for exactly, her. Exactly. Right. So I'll let you talk about this one, Larissa. All right. Well, let me talk about what I went through first and, and vetoed. Uh, some of the things that I found were like the, the Morningstar Farms and a couple of the other frozen variety, uh, brands of bacon, which to me, it was like, I don't know if you remember these. Uh, it was a dog food kind of like... Um, uh, it was a treat like Beggin strips, you know, yes. that's what those things yes. reminded me of kind yes. of Play-Doh kind of, and ugh, they were Definitely awful. Agree. So no. So we got rid of those quickly. And then I found some other, oh, let's see, there was a tempeh bacon one that w- was really like tempeh. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bacony at all. Uh, but what I finally found at Whole Foods is made by a company called Sweet Earth. And I think it's Sweet Earth Foods, and they have a seitan bacon. Or I think I'm saying that wrong. I think it's um, seitan. I think it's seitan. I don't know. Well, well the, the way they said it on their video on their website is seitan. I think. Oh yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, potato, potato, right? <laughs> but, you know uh, what we're talking about, right? So uh, you know, on my quest, this was another one. I thought, all right, I'll try it. So I bought a package, and I swear we went through that thing in like three days. Yeah, it's pretty good. Now I yeah. will be honest; I personally don't prefer it by itself. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I'm not either. I, I don't like to eat just a piece of yeah. it. You know. But, but it does satisfy that. And I tell you what, when I was up here and you were making breakfast the other morning, it smelled just like bacon in the it house. Does. It really yeah, does. It smelled kind of gave you that that bacon just smell. Right. It's the smoky, yeah. it's the smoky mm-hmm. uh, flavors that they add to it. And it smells like it without the greasy smell. Exactly. Which is really good. Exactly. Uh so this um seitan or seitan or whatever bacon, it's 75% less fat than pork bacon and 50, 57% fewer calories than pork bacon. Very nice. Yeah. And then also way less sodium. So it's 160 milligrams of sodium for two slices as opposed to 180 gram milligrams of sodium for one slice of, of regular bacon. And then it has that really good smoky flavor. And the my favorite thing to do with it is bacon and egg sandwiches, which I had just been really missing. Yeah. Now, that's the way I liked it, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't like it by itself, but I mm-hmm. did like it like that. Right. Exactly. So that was perfect. Now, Sweet Earth, I just wanted to mention them really quickly because I definitely do want to try some of their other products. They have uh, – now, Saitan, of course, you know, is wheat meat. So – it's made from uh, the wheat that's ground into flour and then washed so that all of the starches and everything comes off of it. And then they knead it into a kind of a uh, dough and then cook it. And that's how that's made. But it has three times the amount of protein as tofu per serving. I just thought of something. BLTs. I've been kind of struggling with yeah. lunches lately. That would be good. Yeah, I bet that would be really good. So Sweet Earth... Uh, all of their products are non-GMO project verified. They have several different types. They've got more than several different types of products. In the basic seitan that you can buy to like cook with, um, they've got crumble strips and planks. They've got three flavors of that. They also have burritos. They have burgers, soups, sesame squares, which are like energy bars, and vegan pies, like Ooh, dessert pies. Nice. Yeah. So pumpkin, now the problem is pumpkin and apple here. Yeah, pumpkin, apple, some, yeah, blueberry, some others. The problem is, I don't know if we can find all of those yet, but I'm working on it. Okay. All right, so let's move on to your new breakfast meat substitute. 
And these favorite. are the Gardein. Is that the way you pronounce it? Gardein breakfast patties? Gardein, Gardein. Gardein, Gardein. Okay, so these are really good. Now, this is how I like the breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. with the egg and the sausage patties. To me, you don't care for these as much, no. but I do like them. Now, this is soy protein and wheat gl- and it, it contains wheat gluten as mm-hmm. well. So not something you want to have necessarily every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, definitely a very good substitute for when you have those cravings for uh, sausage. It is vegan. It's uh, non-GMO soy. So if that makes it any better, non-GMO soy, wheat, and canola. And one patty is about 90 calories and nine grams of protein. And then the third one that we've got is phony bologna coconut bacon. And if any of you listening uh, are regular listeners, you'll know that I don't care for coconut. Yeah, and quite honestly, now, in their defense, we realized we were refrigerating when we were doing research for this podcast and putting together our outline, we realized we were refrigerating this, and it really says you're not supposed to because it causes it to lose some of its flavor. But personally, I liked it. and I. But So when you taste it, it has that smoky flavor, and then as you're chewing it, then it tastes a little bit like coconut. But it re- I've had it on salads. I think I had it on pizza. Mm-hmm. I've had egg and coconut bacon tacos in the morning and i i like it it's vegan it's gluten-free it's non-gmo the flavors they have are original <clears throat> sorry original they have the uh, chipotle chipotle barbecue apple fennel and candied i've only had the uh, originals mm-hmm. the one we have but they are soy free and they are reduced sodium so that's good. And then just the last, we only had three outlined here, but just kind of to plug the soy chorizo. And I've had several different brands, so it's hard for me to plug that, uh, any particular brand that is. But I, the ones I've had are, have all been really good. So I was a big, growing up in a Hispanic family, big fan of chorizo. But the problem with that, remember how the of oh. the stove used to get all full it of grease nasty. and everything it and the pan so was greasy. just coated with grease so this is leaves almost nothing in mm-hmm. fact the first time larissa made it she said it was hard for her to even tell that she had made anything in that pan yeah. so this it is a good substitute again these are things i would say to use sparingly it's not necessarily things you would want to use every single day but these are these are pretty good mm-hmm Right. Okay. So let's move on to another type of product then. Now this this one is all you. This I don't is all use me. this at all. Oh, you know what? I forgot to give them an update as I sit here in my mm. my boot. I'm wearing a boot. I, you know, as as some of you know, who particularly those who have listened to the podcast for a while, know that I was planning on doing a half marathon at the beginning of December, which unfortunately, as of this week, I am officially out of now because I have come down with a uh, pretty wicked case of plantar fasciitis. I don't know how you pronounce that, but I am in a boot right now and I'm not allowed to do any sort of pounding, even including bicycling for about two weeks. And then he said probably in about six weeks, we could start to look at perhaps some low impact running Mm -hmm. but needless to say i am disappointed but trying to keep a positive attitude just you know it's not like all my training went to waste i surprised my the heck out of myself by going the distances that i did i think the longest i went was nine miles at one point i even i didn't even believe i did it so i had to get in the car and drive that (laughs) distance to convince myself that i I was thinking my run tracker must be off how am i running because you know i'm not a little girl you know i'm 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 you know i've got some meat on my bones here and uh 
just to know that I trained myself to that really made me proud of myself. So, you know, it's not going away. It's just a minor setback. And there are, there are other races I'll be looking out there for them. Yeah, well, and I'm very proud of you, too. I mean, watching you train was just amazing to me, you know, to see everything that you put into it. And you're right, it didn't go to waste. Uh, you'll be able, you'll be back up there in six weeks or so and, you know, training again, and you'll find the next marathon. Yep. So way to go. All right. So, but another great thing that came out of my training was that I really investigated some really good uh, training, uh, training supplements and nutrition, which led me to these Vega products, which I completely adore. I've tried several of their products, but today I'm going to talk to you about one I'm really digging, which is the Vega Protein Smoothie. And the flavor that I like is the Viva Vanilla. So just to tell you a little bit about the Vega products, first of all, is it, it's associated with, and I thought Brandon Brazier, he's, he's an Ironman triathlete from uh, Canada. I thought he kind of was the founder of the company, but he actually approached the president of the company when he was come, trying to find a more a, a healthy plant-based vegan alternative to nutrition nutrition so he was making these great smoothies at home but again uh, as a lot of us struggle with he wasn't able to get those kind of on the go so that's when he was like really doing a lot of investigating found that a lot of the existing products out there had gmos or they had artificial art artificial artificial flavorings and sweeteners and so he was really trying to find something that uh, that would work for him as a, as a, you know, this monster athlete, right? And he was finding himself hungry, not able to really keep his, sustain his energy through his workout. So when you can't find what you're looking for, what do you do? You make you it. You make it. <laughs> so that's essentially what he did. Now I want to talk a little bit just about their products. So here's some key criteria for the uh, Vega products overall. They are natural plant-based ingredients, absolutely no, that is zero animal products, so not even, you know, protein whey, which is not a, uh, which contains animal products. It's made primarily with whole foods in their freshest, least processed form as possible. It provides a balance of protein, carbohydrates, and healthy fats, plus a significant daily uh, or, or significant amounts of your daily intake of certain vitamins and minerals. They feature proteins from a diverse variety of vegetarian sources to combine that combine to deliver a complete essential amino acid profile, which is what we need to make sure we're getting. Provides carbohydrates that are, that are naturally occurring, complex, and low glycemic with no added sugars. They have omega-3s, no trans fats. Again, they're f free of dairy, but also of gluten and soy, which is very important. And what I mentioned earlier, no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners. And they taste really good. I don't know that I've had any Vega products, so I've had some of their bars. I had... Now, the only one I would say I'm not a big fan of was the... Was the sustain the gel the goo it's kind of mm. like the runner's goo but quite honestly i've had others as well that is one of the better tasting that i've had so and especially knowing that it wasn't full of all these artificial flavorings and colors and you know all that stuff so now the viva vanilla smoothie it comes in a little packet i think they might sell a bigger tub but the one i have comes in in like a little package and it contains 15 grams of high quality plant-based protein to fuel uh to fuel your body particularly when you're i like it in in between meals because it really help makes you feel full and one 
serving also has uh, is also the equivalent of two servings of veggies with only only 90 calories and again as i mentioned no that is zero gmos Wow, that's that's a mouthful that you just said. And but I, I mean, I see you using these products all the time, and and I love it. Yeah, you you do. And you know, when I make your smoothies after you work out and everything, I always put the recovery protein powder in yeah. your smoothies and uh, for yeah, after so, you work out. Yeah, I use the recovery powder. I've also I did a video on the pre workout energizer that I use. Now, some and you people, also did the recovery one. Did, did I do? Videos, oh, that's yeah. right. I did do a video on that one yeah. as well. Very good stuff, helps you feel full, and it feels great knowing that I'm putting some good things into my body. Uh, I make, When I make the smoothies, though, I also add a little bit of spinach. We add berries. Let's see, do I add anything else? Pretty much that's it, right? Uh, oh, banana. Banana. I, I typically add right. a banana to most things. And then uh, what we use as a base for the, uh, the liquid base is the next thing that we wanted to talk about, and that is almond milk. Yes. Homemade almond milk. And that's, this is something that I make and I've got the, we have a video on it on YouTube and I'll link to that in the show notes. And then, uh, but I, I make this myself two to three times a week, really. And the reason I do that, you know, I could make like a double batch each time, but like I like I it to, you. I know, but I, but, <laughs> I always tell her when we're running out, <laughs> but it she doesn't have preservatives or anything like that. So in order to keep it, you know, really fresh and really nice, you know, not so it doesn't start getting old, then I make it two to three times per week. And it does taste very fresh. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that's that it includes is three ingredients. It's organic raw almonds that have been washed, and then filtered water and honey. That's it. And I just whir it up in the Vitamix and then strain it with a nut milk bag that I have a link to in our Amazon store. And I'll put the link in the show notes as well. And then we just store it in a, a tightly closed mason jar in the refrigerator. You know, it lasts, it'll last four to five days to be, you know, really fresh. And then you want to replace it. But ours never lasts that long before I have to make it again. And it's so versatile. Yeah. That's what I love about it. And it took you a little bit longer to get used to it than me. Right. And I still don't use it. I don't drink it just like a glass of it. And I still don't use it in cereal. If I eat cereal, like cold cereal, I'll use soy milk. Yeah. And the reason I've gotten more away from that, just mm -hmm. not only because of the soy, because I do try to limit my soy intake, but also just because of all the junk they add mm -hmm. to those yeah. soy, pro the well, any of the uh, mm -hmm. prepackaged you know, products right. like and that. I've made I made soy milk one time. I haven't done it again. I I need to. I need to start yeah, making it good. again. Yeah, that would be another video. Right, exactly. Right. Uh, but what we use these the the almond milk for the most is for your smoothies, of course. And then I use it in my coffee. You use it in your coffee when you drink coffee. And then when we make hot chocolate, which we are, this is a segue uh, into our next product that we're loving right now. Uh, when we make hot chocolate. I use soy milk um, most of the time, but you like to use the almond milk. Yes. And then let's talk about this hot chocolate crack. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what, what we call said. it. She goes, I tried this hot chocolate today and it's crack. <laughs> it is. It's like it's like drinking. I, I've never tried crack. <laughs> I but was going to say. Disclaimer, oh, big disclaimer. I don't know what that is. But I can imagine from, <laughs> that, uh, I mean, this stuff is so good. It's, it's addictive properties. Yes. Definitely. But it's called Silly Cow Farms is the name of the, the brand. Uh, 
And I found it actually not too long ago at our local grocery store, our HEB. And I, I saw this because I was all I was looking it's getting cold. We had our first cold snap and I wanted some hot, you know, cocoa and I'll make it with cocoa powder, you know, uh, organic co- cocoa powder. But I thought if I can find one that's already organic and easy this and blows it, that away. Oh, my blows God. it away this stuff. So I looked at it and it was so it attracted me my eyes, first of all, because it's in a an adorable little glass kind of shorter squatter version of one of the old milk bottles and um it has a cute little cap and but they've got at at the HEB that I went to they had I think three different flavors but all told they've got let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine flavors of this stuff right so the one that I tried was the chocolate chocolate flavor it's uh, all of their products are non-gmo they're gluten free, and then several varieties of them—not all nine, but several of them—are made with fair trade sourced cocoa. So, if that's something that's important to you, then definitely. I mean, you can get this stuff, and oh my gosh, it's good. I got my eyes set on this peppermint twist one. I know. I don't really gonna... like chocolate and peppermint, but you know, I'm not really a, well. I'm not a big mint fan, mm-hmm. but this way, hot cocoa with mint, I like that. Yeah. So the flavors that they have are the chocolate, chocolate. Utterly Milk Chocolate, Chocolate Truffle, Chocolate Marshmallow Swirl, Chocolate Peppermint Twist, Chocolate Sea Salt and Caramel. I bet that one's really good. Chocolate Mousse, uh, Chocolate Maple, and Chocolate Pumpkin Spice. And I have links to these in our Amazon store. I'll put the links in the show notes. You've got to try this stuff. I am not kidding. It is really good. Really good. All right, so I think we have one more food to talk about, right? And it's all yours. All right, now Larissa does <laughs> not like this, but this has been one of my favorite foods since I was a kid, and that is avocado. Now, I like avocado, and I also like guacamole, so I usually have both on hand. They now, taste like dirt. What's me. that? They taste like dirt to me. Yes, and you know what? In <laughs> You were a real trooper to, to actually... Uh, try it again because she has this thing where she tries something once and you know and we our tastes change over time case in point you know that you didn't like a lot of the vegetables you're eating Mm -hmm. that you're eating right now right right i mean those were something that you didn't really care for but uh i've always loved avocados i usually have them in a sandwich i will have them in a uh, tortilla those corn sprouted tortillas oh we should have brought those up that's another food we're really digging right now is those corn you want to talk really about the sprouted corn tortillas they're um they are ezekiel they're the Ezekiel ezekiel brand right at Whole Foods, they're in the refrigerated section where they have the the tortillas and like with the the butters and all those things, the hummus. And then at our HEB, they're actually in the freezer section. But holy cow, these things are good. They're made from sprouted corn, and it's just you know I think I guess three ingredients: sprouted corn, and then the lime probably and water, filtered water maybe. But holy cow, those are good. I usually buy several packs at a time and I keep them in the freezer and then just thaw them out. And we use them for migas in the morning with eggs. Yes. Um, we use them for tostadas, tostadas tacos, uh, tacos, enchiladas, chips, chips, chips. Right. I'll make baked chips with, with them. They are so good. Uh, and sometimes I'll just heat them and just eat a cu- heat a couple of them, put a little bit of earth balance on it and a little bit of salt and just have that like for a snack. 
Yeah. Oh, you know, and just getting back to my avocados, because I don't want to get off my no. avocados. <laughs> uh, I should emphasize, though, the guacamole, either make it yourself out of uh, fresh avocados or get it from, we get it from the store, but it's fresh avocados. In the it's produce not, section. Don't get it in the dairy section, because that's probably just a dip of some sort, and it doesn't mm-hmm. even taste anything like it. But that's avocados, a really good point. Yeah, avocados contain, now, a lot of people know they have the good fat, right? The monounsaturated fat, so that's considered to be good fat. An average avocado contains about four grams of protein, which is more than in, most of the other fruits, so it is considered a fruit. Uh, the sugar content is low compared to other fruits, which is great. It's got about 0.2 grams of sugar, which you won't find that in no. many other fruits. And it's also a good source of vitamin K, vitamin B, vitamin B6, vitamin B5. So a lot good Bs. We need Bs as uh, vegetarians and vegans, right? Right. Uh, vitamin C and vitamin E. Wow. So, oh, and one more thing. It contains about 11 grams of fiber, which is close to half of the daily recommended minimum intake. That's a lot of fiber. That's a lot of fiber. Now, a lot of people are kind of turned off by avocados because they are they tend to be high in calories. But, I mean, you can, you can, you can cut one in half if you're watching calories and such. So, this definitely benefits outweigh that, that piece of it. All right. And then just a little tip, a quick tip. Uh, when you mentioned cutting it in half, if you're only going to eat half, eat the half... When you first cut it, eat the half that does not have the pit in it. Leave the pit in the other half and wrap it. Um, you can sprinkle a little lemon juice on it and then wrap it in plastic or put it in a container, you know, uh, face down with the pit. Uh, the pit helps keep it from turning brown as fast. Did you do a video on that? I did a video on peeling an avocado, yes. Oh, awesome. Okay, so check out our YouTube channel to, yeah. if you need help peeling an avocado. Right, peeling, yeah, peeling and... and um, uh, taking the pit out. Taking the pit out, right. Right. Okay, so that moves us into our recipe of the week. That was a nice segue. Yeah, perfect. Which is Vicky's Spicy Guacamole. And it is so easy and so delicious. We have a recipe. Mm-hmm. We'll have a link to our recipe on our site in the show notes. Um, did I say that right? We'll have yes. a link. Okay, yeah. A link to the recipe <laughs> on our site in the yeah. show. Yeah, you okay. got it. Yeah, I got it. All right. Uh, <laughs> The only thing is, uh, what I like to do to make sure it stays green and doesn't turn that icky brown, even though there's nothing wrong with it, if, well, as, you know, if it's just the next day and it looks that kind of discolored. It oxidizes. Yeah, I usually like to slice some lemons and I will put them on top of the guacamole and it helps to keep it green. Yeah, and you know, I think we even mentioned that in the recipe and we have a picture of that. Awesome. So, perfect. All right, what about our quote? Okay, our quote this week's co- this uh, the, our quote <laughs> this week comes from Brandon Brazier, who was the uh, guy I was just talking about with the Vegas uh, products, and also he is the author of a book that I purchased called Thrive, which helped me to train for the marathon and increase my running. Did it help you to thrive? It did help me thrive. <laughs> it is in big part it had a nice training program in there. Talked about nutrition, all that. Okay, so his quote says, "At 15, I decided I want to be I wanted to be an Ironman triathlete. This led me to look at the importance of a plant-based diet for athletes. Many people associate the word diet with a restrictive way of eating. It doesn't have to be. A vegan diet is one of inclusion, not exclusion. When you include only healthy plant-based foods in your diet, you'll fi- you'll find there won't be room left for the unhealthy ones. Considering what you are gaining, taking this time to transition is a pod- positive investment. The payback is higher quality living and possibly winning Ironman triathlon." 
triathlons like I have. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, that's great. And at 15, wow. I mean, yeah. at 15, I was thinking about how old so I can party with my friends. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Without a fake ID? <laughs> yeah, my fake ID. Where can I get a fake ID? Uh, just wow. kidding, mom. okay so uh i think that does it for our episode this week okay that sounds good hey can i tell one quick little story sure you said mom and it made me think your mom posted something um we've been having a lot of problems with our pets recently molly uh, our dog has been really sick and then this week uh Iggy, one of our cats, had uh, some problems with her mouth. So I took her to the vet and I posted a picture of Iggy and I said we were at the vet. And uh, your mom left a comment, which we call them moments, on Facebook um, saying, uh, how does she, you know, with the vet, does she get upset or freaked out or anything? I said, no, she's really good. And so we got another moment saying that yeah, we when- call my mom's comments on Facebook moments. Yes. And, uh, but so we got a moment saying that when Vicky was little, she was, she said about a year or so when she was getting her shots, that whenever she would get a shot, she would tell the doctor, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's just one of the cutest things I've ever heard. She likes telling that story. She'd uh, say, I would just sit there, my brother, and my sister were probably screaming and crying. And I would say, thank you. So now you know a little bit more about who Vicky is and how she got to be who she is today. So (laughs) just a fun little story. Oh, and you know what? I just thought of something, though. We had a question for our listeners, did we not? Yes, that is something that we've started. Since Since we redesigned the website... We are adding a question to the end of each of the show notes of each episode. Awesome. So right. what's the question this week, Larissa? Well, the question this week is a very, very easy one and one that I'm really, really interested to hear the answers to. So what foods are on your favorites list right now? Yeah, we would appreciate you sharing those because, and so would other members. You know, we love to share stuff with each other, and uh, that helps us all kind of find these new things out there. Right. So, to answer this question, you can go on to the show notes for on our website, go to the show notes for this episode, episode 76. And uh, go down to the bottom, you'll see the question, and then you'll see something that says click here to respond. Excellent. Yeah. Well, that does it for our show this week. Okay. Well, then I guess we'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 